0: Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, uh, welcome along to On The Pace for this Sunday morning. And Michael Giran joins me now. Michael, good morning to you.
1: Good morning to you, Simon. Hope you are well. Hope all our listeners have started the Sunday well after a spectacular day of galloping action yesterday. And, of course, we have Harness Racing last night out of Menangle and Melton. Before we get to Menangle... Melton last night, they had the Gamalite, uh, named after the great horse of the early 1980s. And Simon, the New Zealand Cup winner, copy that, was back and in devastating form in a race which saw both Bondi Lockdown, the horse who ran second in the Chariots of Fire, and and Lachanvar Art, the former Chariots of Fire and major feature race winner, both disappointing. So the road to the Victoria Cup where they'll meet plenty of our New South Wales heroes on October the 8th. Took a few turns last night. Copy that. Good. Bondi lockdown, and more so lock and art after having an early gallop at the start. Question marks over them, particularly arty. We might look into that tomorrow morning on On The Pace, our 10.30 special big show from 10.30 to 11 tomorrow morning. But part of the rat there from Victoria, closer to home, of course, Simon, the big action was at Menangle, where it was carousel night.
0: We had the carousel final on a group two. Uh, Let's take in a replay now, the concluding stages.
1: They've got 400 metres left to go. Third section was carved out in 26-3, so they really hit the go button there. Out in front as they swing in the carousel, final is Tay-Tay Try to stay with it is unfazed. Luke John to the outside. Black Onyx, no heaven on high. Porto Prince needs a run. 150 metres left to go. Tay-Tay unfazed. Porto Prince gets a run now. It's Tay-Tay on tired legs. Here's Porto Prince flooding home right over the top. Porto Prince goes up to Tay-Tay who fights, but it's Porto Prince's carousel. And Porto Prince beats Tay Tay third in Maybe Heaven on High, just a nose in front of Unfazed. The round
0: of called call there at the Group Two Carousel Final last night, and it was Porto Prince uh, too good there for Tay Tay and Heaven on High. Michael.
1: Yep, a horse who who had very little experience um, in Australia. Very often the New Zealand horses come across to Australia and take several runs to see to win. Not this one, the four-year-old by Some Beach somewhere. Trained by Kerry and Morris. Robbie did the driving. And Robbie, as you join us this morning, congratulations, mate. Uh, were you surprised that Port au Prince has been able to assimilate himself to the Menangle style of racing quite so quickly?
2: Yeah, it was um, like you said, a lot of them do, especially with the Menangle style of racing, take a good three, four, five runs to, to settle in. But he sort of, he, his work when he landed, he, he was pretty sharp and, um, you know, he felt really good. Uh, at no stage did I think, you know, nor me or Kerry thought he was going to do the job that he's done, but we're not going to knock it back there. We're pretty happy with him at the moment, that's for sure.
1: Mate, the Carousel is a race which has had an esteemed name for those mid-grade horses in New South Wales for quite some time. There's a lot of age group racing now. There's a lot of other new type races, Robbie. But is the Carousel still the go-to race when you buy these type of horses? Is this the type of race you automatically think, hey... This could be a carousel horse.
2: Well, I think you've got to, just sort of depends, obviously it depends on the horse and the grading, but if you've got a horse that's below 75 grade, it's a $50,000 race, and, you know, horses like Better Eclipse and Black Prince, you know, it's a good horse's race. You know, obviously, like you just touched on, there's other races about now that probably aim for a little bit as well, but, um, yeah, I definitely think if you buy a Kiwi horse, you sort of got to try and find these races where there is a bit of money on offer to try and, get what you pay for him, and, and sort of move on so it just worked in really good for him especially he was one of them odd ones that come here a rating 50 so he was really good on the draw and because it was drawn on preferential draw and R he sort of nearly I think he had to draw one he was well best awesome it. so uh, barrier one when you go on these fees is vital and um, it all worked out for him so yeah we didn't target him for it when he got off the plane but after his luckless first up run and he felt really good I thought oh well I mean, sat down and we thought, well, we'll have a throw at the stumps. The carousel's only here once a year, and um, yeah, it, it worked
1: out. What's the ceiling for a horse like Porto Prince? Because I've tended to find Robbie with these type of horses. They have a good first campaign, if that's possible for them, but they usually better around Menangle the second campaign when their lungs and their legs get hardened to it. So oh, what I saw last night, I, I would think he's going to probably in a year's time be a free-for-all or maybe...
2: Well, you know, that's the thing. I, I He definitely feels that way and he looks that way. We'll probably, you know, we're lucky here at Menangle and that's where the beauty of it is. Like, he's won 40,000 in, in three starts, obviously, because he won the carousel. But, like, that NR up to 80 race that races every Saturday night goes to 20,000. So, you know, he's only a rating 62, I'm pretty sure, as of this morning, this morning. So we'll just sort of let him find his feet. He won't be rushed back to the races. He might not race now for two or three weeks. And, We'll just let him find his feet because at the end of the day, he actually, he still is acclimatising. I know he's obviously acclimatising really well, but that doesn't mean you take him for granted either and just keep starting him. So we'll just look after him, let him go through the motion. You know, we'll probably, when it starts heating up, you know, in another sort of couple of months and it really gets hot, I reckon I'll probably more look to, we'll give him a month off then for the simple fact that he won't be used to the heat that he's probably about to walk into. So... Um, Terry's got that in the back of her mind and um you know, I think that that's something that we've got to look for, you know, spell him at the right time, you know. You don't wanna be probably working in them forty degree heat sort of first year round.
1: Rob, you mentioned heat. Well things sorta of went up a level last night, I thought at Menangle. You saw a three year old like can't find a better man come back to Menango a place he hasn't raced a lot. Then you saw expensive ego return and even in the trot race, Caligula and and horses like, you know, Aldabar and Ravani, even though she was well beaten, but th- those gooder horses are coming back now. You drive here every week. Does it get the feeling when you have the expensive egos come back and they can't find a better man and those type of horses that over winter we had almost an easier version of Manango, I thought, when the good horses were in Queensland? It feels like it's getting back to being really serious, rough and tumble Saturday night stuff there now. Yeah, it is. You
2: know, and the trotters. Grade, obviously, you touched on there. They're definitely getting stronger. Um, you know, the, the, every year, you know, we've got a, a new one here called Phibionics. It's going to probably step into that Trotters grade in the next couple of weeks. You know, the, plenty of people are buying Trotters, but so they're getting stronger all the time. And the Carnival times coming up, so you have got the expensive egos and, and the Black Prince has won the three-four last week. And yeah, it's a really exciting time of year. But you look at it, and I think you got to have the the low times of year. And I'm not saying the, the lower times, but during the winter. Period, we saw a horse like Pete said so go from a, an 80 to winning the group three free for all because it, it gives them horses a chance to, to find their feet in the free for all grade. So, um, yeah, look, like a horse like Pete said so, he's got to take that next step in the free for all now with all the big guns back. But, um, you know, I think it's definitely starting to heat up now and, um, you know, it's an exciting time as, you know, Kerry training a, a large team and plenty of horses. And obviously, me being a freelance driver, it's, um, it's when you want to be up and about.
1: You mentioned being up and about. You guys have been heading to all sorts of places and you're, you're winning races at Newcastles on a Friday and obviously you're having regular success at Menangle on a Saturday. Is the team bigger than usual, Robbie? Because it it feels like every time I open my computer, you're racing somewhere.
2: Yeah, it's um, it's actually probably the same as what it, it always has been. I just think Kerry's took a bit of a different turn on it and, and she's quite good at placing the horses where they can win. And I think for our owners, you know whether they can you know, win a penrith, Newcastle, Menangle Tuesday, Manangul Saturday. Um, there's some going to Goulburn tomorrow, and you know you just gotta you just gotta place your horses where they're best suited and where the race suits them. And we're lucky in New South Wales; everywhere pretty well races for nearly ten thousand. So you know you can place them, and and um, you can place your horses in races that really suit them. So we just try and make sure the horses are, when they do put their foot on the float to go to the races, they're going to a race where. They're going to be highly competitive. And I think on uh, Friday night, I think Kez started seven at Newcastle and I think five of them ran, you know, first three. So, you know, they've all come back with a little bit of money and it helps so much too when we've got Josh um, to drive with sort of me. You know, if I can't get there, Josh goes. So, um, yeah, Kerry's in a really good spot.
1: Okay, we've had the breeders challenge the first couple of sets of heats of those have gone around. Have you and Kerry got breeders challenge horses around you because now it's later in the season um there's not the easy kills there used to be the two-year-olds in particular they just they're just flying at the moment you, you need to have serious horses to even compete now
2: yeah that's right we're we're, we're lucky enough we've got a couple of nice two-year-old boys and a, a couple of nice fillies but no you know I don't think at this stage of their life they're going to be breeders challenge final sort of horses they're probably more regional sort of horses when the better ones aren't around and that's you know that's life you can't you know you, you saw peaceful on Thursday night when fifty six from barrier eleven like it's unheard of. Um you know so you just gotta you know not all two year olds get up and go. You know a lot of them have gotta have a bit of time to mature. We've got a nice enough bunch of two year olds but nothing nothing that you'd be you'd be looking for in a British challenge final just yet, but I do think they'll be nice three year old
1: Mate, we race today at Cowra. That's the New South Wales harness meeting today. But you're heading to the teams heading to Goulburn tomorrow. You mentioned, and of course, Menango on Tuesday, as always. What's your best chance for the Sky Sport Radio listeners of training or driving, or in fact, tipping us a winner in the next two or three days? Well,
2: I got I got seven days last week on Sunny G, so I, I've I've got the week off. So I'm going to have an easy week with Archie at home this week. So um. I'm not driving too many, but Josh is taking the team to Goulburn um, tomorrow. We've got a horse in the last, Ad Mayora. He, he raced at Menangle last Tuesday. Probably Menangle grade a little rich for him, but um, he drops back into the Goulburn grade. Um, As drawn two. I think it's the, I'm pretty sure it's the last race. I think he'll be hard to beat. And I think Bill's last, um, Kesley's driving him on Tuesday. He just got nails right on the line last week, but um, he's back into the and are up to 50 grade and he, he seems to always win in his turn pretty regularly in that grade so I think he might get up on Tuesday
1: Mate here's a question for you if you could only watch one footy final in the next two weeks the NRL final or the AFL final now the Swans are in the final which one would you want to watch? NRL <laughs> I'm glad you said that mate I'm in the same boat as you but I know there's plenty of people listening to this round in Wales whose interest in the AFL final has gone up quite a bit in the last 24 hours
2: yeah, no, no, but I, look, I, I think it's a tough game, the AFL, you know, me and Josh watched the game the other day and they don't stop running, and they, they bash into each other and yeah, but I just, I don't know, I think it's because I lived in New South Wales all my life, I just can't get into it.
1: Too much running for me, Robbie, too much running for me, brother. Yeah. Hey mate, thanks for joining us today and congratulations on getting the carousel last night, it's an esteemed race, it's got a great name in New South Wales, Harness Racing and uh, yeah, well done on what's been a killer season so far for you and Ann.
2: No worries mate, thank you.
1: Robbie Morris, always great on the radio. By the way, to our New South Wales sports fans out there, congratulations on the Swans making the final. It's a, it's a hell of a big go, and you're looking forward to seeing how the NRL pans out. It would be kind of special, wouldn't it, Simon, to see Parramatta make a final for the first time in a long time. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be something yeah. awesome? It's, I know yeah. I'm living in a different country, but, gee, I tell you what, it's, en- it's engrossing stuff there at the moment. So for all those New South Wales racing and sports fans, along with the harness racing, the super Gallop action yesterday... Wow, there's so much on at the moment. It's um, a pretty hard time to concentrate on work.
0: Yeah, it sure is. Hey, Kiwi won the Group 1 at Caulfield yesterday. Call cool sign, Mav.
1: Look, I thought he would he would get a good race over there at some stage, but I, I thought away from the best Group 1s, and obviously the Sir Rupert Clark wasn't one of the best Group 1s, and, you know, you're not taking on Zaki and Animo. So I think there's a room for the New Zealand horses, the Gallopers we're talking about here, at that level, at that level secondary group one or group two level i think they're really going to struggle at the cox plate elite absolute elite level when saying that rocket horse one the new market of course but yeah there's been a definite land shift change in the last five years simon once you brought those english horses in for that 1600 to 2400 meter window which Mm. the kiwi horses were very good at Mm. and the english horses like zaki being an obvious one plugging that hole and when you have a horse like an Anemo, and I'm not sure how he's pulled up today after that um, lameness yesterday, but when you have a horse like him not going to start up three and sticking around to four, it's incredibly hard to beat those world-class horses coming off a New Zealand base. Also, last season, we had 13 Group 1 winners retired in New Zealand. Melody Bell, Avantage, Probabil. So the best horses we had were retired. We are blooding new horses in. But for course I'm have to get across here and win a million-dollar race. Repays their faith because had he stuck around New Zealand, Simon, and won five group ones, he still only would have won the same amount of stakes money he won yesterday.
0: Good stuff. It's always a pleasure talking to you, uh, Michael. Thanks very much for your help, and uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday.
1: Thank you, Simon. By the way, for harness racing fans, ten thirty tomorrow morning, we'll have a deep dive into harness racing on our extended on the pace. Ten thirty tomorrow morning on Sky Sports Radio.